and I want to utilize every single gift that I have. And I want to read this to you really quick. It said, we don't value a promise until a big one gets broken. And we make promises to ourselves all the time. People make promises to us and we almost become anticipating, we almost anticipate that someone is going to break a promise so that lacks that trust, even with ourselves. But what I want to plant in your head tonight is whatever you believe in your higher power, I believe in God. I believe that God is the promise keeper. And if we woke up today, we still have purpose, which means that he's keeping his promise that we are made for so much more. So if you are looking for something, a reason to believe that you're in the right place, I can tell you that if he brings you to it, he'll bring you through it. So let's get through it tonight. I'm going to go to Soleil first. Um, first of all, Soleil, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself and, you know, maybe like a little bit about you and who you are, a couple things so that the girls can get to know you, the girls and guys. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so excited to be in this space with you all. Hello, my name is Soleil. I have been with Lavelle in July. It'll be two years. I still work a nine to five and work my business on the side and when and when time allows, honestly, because what I see what it can provide, I'm like, you just got to just go for it take the little steps and just keep going and keep building those walks of consistency. And I have uh, three kids, my bonus son and my two daughters. And we're just working towards being present, living life and being able to give back on a level that we've never imagined. I love that. I love that. Um, so let me ask you what, let's talk about authenticity for a second. What is, what is a role that authenticity has played in your business and have you seen a shift within yourself because of it? So a role that authenticity has played in my business is, um, so every Wednesday I do a, a mini meditation and in the beginning I was getting up, I was getting ready because it was right after work. I clock off at five, go into the meditation room and, and then guide everybody through this meditation. And one Wednesday I was dragging butt for work. I didn't get ready. Five o'clock came around and I was like, I do not look the part. And I was like, okay, are you going to be even later or are you just going to show up? It was like, do or don't. And I, I looked a mess and I was like, Hey, I'm ready to dive in into this mini meditation. And I felt like a layer peeled back for me because I still showed myself that I can show up regardless of what I think I'm supposed to look like. I don't remember the second question you asked. So how, how has that one decision that you made to choose to show up authentically trickled into the rest of your business? Mm. So we, our stories, you know, how we're, it's only up for 24 hours. I feel like in the morning when I wake up, I'm, I'm more willing to show who I am when I wake up and like, I am, my daughter is nine months now. And when I was pregnant with her, there were some really hard times that I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I should share this. And I look a hot mess. But when I did, people reached out and were like, they were sending me prayers. People were like, I can relate to that. And um, I feel like it just really allows for the people who connect with me and who decide to come and check out my stories. It got, it was I introduced another level of who I am 
to them. And then that, that trust is being built and people are willing to open up to me because I'm opening up to them essentially. Mm. So if you could give one tip to someone who is struggling to figure out what authenticity even looks like for them, where's a good starting place? Mm. A good starting place is when obstacles or challenges come up in our life, instead of pulling back from it, lean into it and share your journey from like a perspective of this is how I'm going to overcome it. Because and on a short note, um, I'm working towards becoming a meditation teacher and the meditation that I'm practicing, it brings out the stress in your body. And on the outside, like I was feeling crazy. I didn't know what was going on. And I felt like, oh my gosh, am I being unprofessional by sharing that I'm not well right now? But like, we're not always, I mean, we have amazing vitamins. Let's not get that twisted. But like life happens and our emotions come up. And I think sharing it in an honest way is how we're working through it in a positive way. That's because that's where I would say we can start. Like instead of pulling back because we're not feeling at our high, like lean into it and just, and just share that this is how I'm going to overcome it, or this is what I'm doing to overcome it. I think you just said something so important there, sharing in an honest way of how you're working through it in a positive way, which allows us to take ourselves out of our current situation and see things from that 3,500 height view. You know, if you go 3,500 feet up in the air, all you see are little specks, buildings. You don't see the tiny minuscule things that every person is going through until you get up close. And when we decide that we're going to turn something into a positive, it puts that into such perspective that sharing it in an honest way is not negative if you share how you're going to overcome it. And I think so often we have this view, like I can't share success until I'm successful, or I can't share how I overcame this until I overcome it. And it's in the journey that we build the best relationships. That's how mine and Soleil's relationship started was vulnerability. And oof, Soleil, you are fire. Oh gosh. So is there anything else that you want to throw out there? Um, okay. When you make a promise to yourself, I'm going to show up or I'm going to share this, or I'm going to make a post about something that's a little uncomfortable. I don't know how people are going to take it. Like imagine we have a bank account and it's called self-confidence, right? And each time we do something that's uncomfortable and we keep our word to ourselves, we're making deposits and the self-confidence number just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. So whenever you just keep your word to yourself, have integrity with you. Like you said, we're promises. We can make promises to our kids. Oh, we're going to go get ice cream if we do this or if we do that or if you get A's. But let's make promises to ourselves to grow ourselves and to share our journey. And it's okay to have hard times. Like that's life. But instead of leaning back, lean in. Hmm. I wish someone would have told me this when I first started was what the definition of integrity was. And integrity is basically doing the, what you say you're going to do when no one is watching. When you say you're going to do something, you don't do it and put it in the chat, even if you haven't done it. And I know that it's been done. I've done it myself just so that we can try to fill our confidence buckets. But that confidence comes with the follow through. 
And I love how you said, don't pull back, lean in. Mm. All right, so Mel, Melissa, we have two Mel's on here. So I'm gonna call Mel, Melissa. Melissa, the queen of consistency. Let's see, are you there? Hey, could you skip me? I gotta get the baby settled. Yes, yes, that's really cool. Thank you. Thank yes. You. <laughs> Mom life, y'all. Okay, so Stephanie. Hey. Hello. Okay, so can you go ahead and introduce yourself and a little bit about you? I'm Stephanie. Um, I have been with Lavelle since late January of this year. And I am a mom of three. I have two toddlers, which is fun. <laughs> and I'm a stay-at-home mom. So, and I'm currently on top of um, Lavelle. I am currently working on becoming a um, personal trainer and nutritionist. Oh, I love that. I love that. So where, where were you at when you started? Because your topic is perseverance, but I really want to give people a picture because when Stephanie first came into business, we actually met in a three-way chat with Mel. And the first day I talked to her, I got off the phone and I called Mel and I was like, this girl has a fire in her that it takes years for people to develop in business. So like, where were you when you started and what has your journey been like this far? Um, so I'm going to go back a little bit further because I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in this place where, um, because of my husband, um, being, uh, very successful, um, and, I, I'm blessed that I don't have to work, if that makes sense. Um, but where that fire has come from is the, I've been in a position when I was, my first son, I was a single mom. And so I struggled a lot and I, never wanted to rely on anybody else. And so although I have my husband and I have, I technically have financial security through him, that isn't enough for me. Um, and I have no plans of ever getting a divorce or anything like that, but you're not promised tomorrow, even with your loved ones, just like you're not promised tomorrow for yourself. Um, you're not promised tomorrow with your loved ones. So if something were to ever happen to my husband, I don't ever want to be in that position again, where I was, I was when I was a single mom, and now I'm going to be a, a single mom of three. Um, so that's where that fire really comes from is this, this thing that's inside of me, this desperation inside of me to never, um, ever be in that spot again. So what role since starting your business has perseverance been in the forefront? 
Um, so I've, I've gone, I've been going through things, um, in my personal life, uh, with my older son and, um, and I, I get a lot of self-doubt. Um, that's something that is, I've, I've struggled with for a long time is that self-doubt and, um, so really overcoming that and giving that to God and saying every time one of those thoughts come in of like, you know, why are you even bothering making that real or putting your three steps in the stories? Like nobody's watching it. Nobody's liking it. You're not reaching anybody. You're not, nobody's, you know, answering your questions. Nobody's buying samples from you. I haven't gotten a paycheck. <laughs> And, uh, very easily could say, okay, well, this isn't working for me and be done, but I give it to God. And I say, you know what, take those thoughts from me. I, there was a passion to start this. And I truly believe when God puts something on your heart like that, he's, it's a promise he's making to you. So if you just give up, then you're never going to get that promise from him. He never promised us an easy walk, but he promised us a path to get to where we want to go and the desires that he put on our heart. So um, something that I really have been leaning into lately is um, you, you can't start down a path unless you start walking. And what I mean by that is meaning you can't reach a goal unless you start taking action steps towards it. So if every time those self-doubts come into my mind, I didn't post, I don't post that day. I'm going backwards. I'm not, I'm not moving forward. I'm not reaching, I'm never going to reach those goals. You know, I'm never going to reach you know, making enough money that my husband no longer has to work, uh, buying a house in Maui because I love Maui and I want to be there <laughs> one day. Like I want to have a vacation home. I'm never going to reach those things. If every time I have self-doubt, I stop. And it really is about taking uncomfortable action. Um, like right now, this is not talking in front of people is very uncomfortable for me. Um, but I want to challenge myself despite not making a paycheck. I want to still challenge myself to do things and talk to people and hopefully inspire anybody who's in the same position as me to, to not give up on themselves ever. So if there's a woman who's watching right now, who is in that space where every time something happens in life, she doesn't show up or she allows those thoughts to consume her identity and prevents her from showing up. What is your advice to her? Like, how does she overcome that? Um, well, I think it really goes into a lot of what Soleil was saying is, is, um, really loving yourself enough to keep your promises to yourself. Um, and I would say taking baby steps, you know, if you can't take those, I, I like to jump into the deep end. <laughs> like, that's just kind of my personality. 
Um, but not everybody's like that. So just taking one step every day that is going to propel you further. And each of those little steps, pretty soon you're going to be so much further along than you ever, ever were. And so, you know, if it's okay today, I, I'm, I'm feeling down, those self-doubts are coming in, but today I'm going to get up and I'm going to post my three steps in my stories. That, and that's all you did for that day give yourself credit for that, like love on yourself for that. And then once you've mastered that, move on to something else and just keep taking those actions. It doesn't always have to be cute, big steps. It just has to be steps that are moving forward instead of backward. Mm. That reminds me of that story about the man who wanted to lose a hundred pounds. And instead of going to the gym and writing out this routine, he went to the gym and he sat in the parking lot for 15 minutes for a week straight. And then the next week he went into the gym and he sat on a machine for 10 minutes without working out and then left. And then the next week he did two reps. And the whole point was that he was building a new habit. He was building repetition. It wasn't going from zero to a hundred. It was just going from zero to one and then one to two and then two to three. So maybe your one thing is building that consistency. Like she said, three steps in your story, that's mandatory. If you're not posting, your business is closed. And if you can't find it within you to love yourself enough to keep your promises. That's where your why comes in because I'm human and I doubt myself more than anyone would ever ex expect, but I continue going because I look at my son. I look at my husband. I look at this home that we're in. And if you're not somewhere you want to be, then that's your driving force. You know, if you don't have everything that you need, that may not be a million dollars. Maybe that's just going to the gas pump and spending an extra hundred to fill up your tank instead of scrounging for change for that extra five, because that's all you've got. We have to elevate our actions in order to elevate our life. So Steph, you are fire. Oh my gosh. Literally like, I'm not going to say what rank you are, but one year from now, you're going to be walking on stages. Like you're going to be speaking to women who need to hear your story of perseverance. I am so excited for that. Woo. Is there anything else you want to say? Um, yeah, there was, um, yeah, take your time. So just looking at also like looking at what is going right, instead of always focusing on what is going wrong. And, um, you know, it, it, it's just, and that's where perseverance comes in. Um, and so when you're looking at that stuff and you're looking at your day, you know, we can hyper-focus on the negative or we can focus on the things that are going right. Like I got up today and I made my bed that, you know, like that's not something I used to do until last I think it was our last huddle and someone, uh, Mel or Megan was like, just make your bed every day, <laughs> you know? 
And now I make my bed every day. And it's like, so I celebrate that. Like I made my bed. Like that is a new action that I am taking. That was something that I didn't do before. And so celebrate that. Just, yeah, celebrate your wins because too many people like to focus on all the negative things and not that negative things don't happen, but so much, there's just so much more out there. So anyway, that's all I got. <laughs> hmm. So good. We've got a tribe of fierce women here. Okay, so I'm going to pass it over to Elizabeth. If you can introduce yourself and share a couple things. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I am Elizabeth. Um, I have been with Lavelle for um, a year this coming up month. Um, I'm a mom of three, a full-time aunt. I take care of um, three five-year-old Gemini boys, <laughs> so send me all the prayers, and my seven-year-old little girl, and um, I'm a wife, and um, that's a full-time aunt, yeah, and um, that about sums it up for me. <laughs> I love it. So I love Elizabeth because she's so humble about the way that she works her business, but she's probably our top customer recruiter because literally the girl, like the girl brings in more customers than I have in like six months. She's a powerhouse and I love your story, but I really want to jump into like what created that mindset that you have. Okay, so the first thing I would like to say on like mindset is you really have to protect your mindset like it's your pocketbook, <laughs> like for real, because when it comes to business or when it comes to your life in general, your mindset is literally everything. Um, whatever you tell yourself, that's what you're going to believe. If you think that you can make it and you know that you can make it, you're going to. If you're constantly doubting yourself and living in scarcity and, um, you know, living in a negative mindset, it's not going to happen. Um, but when you start like being so conscious of what you're taking in, wh what you're saying to yourself, like what your habits are, what you're watching, what you're reading, you literally can change, you know, who you are. Um, when I first got into this business, I really first started learning about affirmations. And that was weird. It was weird for me to say because I had a scarcity mindset, you know. Um, so when I was saying things like every single day, I will say this, I'm a magnet for money. Money flows easily to me. That was weird to me because I didn't believe I was a magnet for money. I didn't believe money flew <laughs> came easily to me. Like, you know, I just believe like I just need this much and this much to get through till Thursday and I'll be all right, you know. And that's just how how. I thought, or I have to work a nine to five and I have to do this, this, and this, because that's the American way. That's, you know, what my mind was. I will say every day, guys, I have this hanging up, whatever I touch prospers and succeeds. God's favor surrounds me like a shield. I didn't believe that for nothing. <laughs> I didn't believe that for anything. You guys, I will literally say this stuff to myself every day. My cup runneth over. That's what it says in Psalms 23, 5. I will say my cup runneth over with a negative bank account. 
And you guys do not realize when you start shifting your mind and you start waking up in gratitude, you're so grateful for the roof over your head. You're so grateful for the opportunity to share your story and share your voice and, you know, get your message out there. And it's not something that, oh, I have to put my steps in my stories and I have to hop on this meeting. No, you get to, you get to spread that message. You get to grow yourself. You get to grow your mind and you create such a positive impact in your community when that's the person you begin to show up as you notice people in your community start eating better maybe they start working out maybe they start having like a more positive outlook so when you're taking care of yourself and you know you're taking care of your mind you're just making it a better world for everyone around you Mm. so to the woman who is in that scarcity mindset right now what is a tip for her of how to start moving to that growth mindset affirmation (laughs) you're a magnet for money everything you touch prospers and succeeds god's favor surrounds you like a shield you're beautiful you're worthy you're capable you're called you're set apart you're (laughs) sexy like believe it like it's all true like it's not just like you know words this when I first started it was just words but I told myself these things and until I believed it about myself and I consistently showed up in gratitude I consistently showed up in affirmations I consistently you know showed up in all of those things and that's when things you know begin to shift like if you're if you're in a scarcity mindset or a negative mindset maybe you're not going to believe it at first cuz i didn't i felt like crazy like i felt so crazy and um then i will be like you know saying it all the time like you know even to my husband like if he will be like coming at me so, with some negativity like no 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 <laughs> like i'm a magnet for money honey it flows easily to me everything like don't worry about nothing and and you, it's just, it's a process. And, and the thing about it is you have to be consistent in it or you'll easily go back to your old ways. You'll easily like, okay, not show up. Well, you know, the office is closed. You got your books closed here and you skip your affirmations and you skip your prayer and you skip your steps in your story and you skip your steps in your gratitude. And the next thing you know, you're in the bed eating potato chips, you know, binging on money heist you know, done doing all the work that you've already put forward. So that's why I say you have to protect your mind. You have to protect it just like your pocketbook or you're going to end up right back where you were because it's happened to me and it's work and it looks a lot like this. (laughs) So what has been the number one thing that Lavelle has given you mindset wise? Like what's been the biggest shift within you that has built this belief system that this is just the beginning? Um, When I first started um, Lavelle, I had been in nursing, pre-nursing school for two years. And my mindset was if I didn't become a nurse, um, I, I hadn't done anything or I hadn't made it or I wasn't anyone to be proud of. Like that was just the thing that I had to do, you know, and I've always been kind of like, not worry too much about what other people think, but, you know, like my family and such. And I thought that was the way for my kids and my future. And the thing that I've realized here is I don't have to sacrifice 12 hour, third shift, six days, anything 
of the sort to provide for my family and make the impact that I want to make within the world, which is serving others. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. So is there anything else you want to say? Um just take care of yourself guys <laughs> like you're worth it like don't let those old patterns and and bad habits you know get you back to square one so that's it for me <laughs> okay I don't know about you guys but like my cup is overflowing already and we're like not even done oh my gosh okay so I'm gonna pass it to Mel not Melissa Mel um, so I am really excited for this perspective. It was funny because Mel is not a part of Thrive, but she just has something that I feel like the world needs to see and hear about and obtain because Mel has this amazing way of making you feel so seen and heard. So Mel, Let's talk about genuine connections. Yes. Well, first, thank you so much for having me. It's beautiful to be with all of you. So thank Actually, you. Actually, wait, let's work. rewind. Introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. <laughs> you got it. So my name's Mel. I work in the cannabis industry here in California. And that's like my full-time career. And I recently started a um network marketing career as well so I'm kind of doing that on top of my job and it's been really really great so far I'm loving it it's been so fun to connect with people like doing stuff like this like Megan was saying it really fills my cup so I get something out of it and I feel like I have good tools to share with others as well so it's great to connect with everyone and I'm just grateful to be here I love it so what like, I feel like you're queen of genuine connections. And can you explain to somebody like, what does a genuine connection mean to you? And how has that played a role in your business? Of course. So for me, I've always been able to have my old boss used to call it my superpower, but really I can go into a room and navigate communicating with multiple people and really meet people where they're at. And I do that by doing a few different things. Um, the most important thing really is to honestly care. So when I'm having a conversation with someone, it's because I have the space and the capacity to fully embrace the conversation I'm having with them. And within that, I care enough that I really truly wanna listen. So my goal is for that person to know that I care. I want them to know that I hear them and I want them to know that I see them and I understand them. Um, and so I think that builds a genuine connection. So in my business, personally, I'm building a strong foundation where I, I meet people and I see them as a prospect, but I more so in my head before I even think of them is that I tell myself, this is, this is someone I want to be friends with for this reason. And then when I talk to that person, I want to know, do you have kids? How old are they? What are your hobbies? And you can use that to really see where that person has things going on in their life where maybe you have a solution or you have something to offer. Um, for example, I have a 
friend through my career that I would never have thought she would have reached out to me. And she called me yesterday in tears. And she said, I didn't know who to call, but I just thought about you and knew it would be okay if I called you. And that alone just makes it worth it because I mean, I, I probably wouldn't call her with a problem, but now, I mean, maybe I would, because I know we have that connection. She trusts me. And now that opens me up to trust her a little bit more too. And so as you can tell, like, there's just a lot of power in that connection. I like to think of it as like, it strengthens that bridge between one another in a way. Mm. So I don't know if you guys can tell, but Mel's presence has a very like demanding authority. So talk about how you establish boundaries with someone who you don't have the capacity for at that moment. Of course. I mean, one example I like to use is like, if someone texts me or DMs me and I don't open it right away, I don't, I don't mind, you know, or like, I don't think someone should mind. And likewise, because if I, if I open someone's text and leave them on red, like that's generally because I'm like, wow, you have something important to tell me. And I don't really have time to like process this and give it the space that it truly needs. So instead of, you know, being like, sorry, I didn't get back to you right away. It's like, actually, you're welcome. I waited because I actually waited until I had the energy to fully digest what you're saying and put that into a conversation instead of just replying and be like, oh, that's really great. Or, you know what I mean? Just something so surface level. Um, so that's one way that I think can really help amplify, you know, your connections and keep things going. Um, another thing that's, that's like, personally for me is I've always been able to like, kind of feel the energy of a room or a certain person and not everyone has that, but there are different ways you can tap into that. You can learn how to read body language. A lot of times, like people's eyes say everything. If somebody's really good with their facial expressions, I'm personally not like if I feel a certain way, most people can tell sadly, but it is what it is. Um, but like most people, like they'll like look around if they're not comfortable or they, they won't really want to engage, you know? And so that's when you kind of need to take a step back and change your energy a little bit to meet people where they're at. And it's really important too, to accept when someone doesn't want to be approached because you can use you can use skills like that to almost in a way it could be turned into a manipulative thing but you need to use it from like a bottom of your soul like I want to meet this person where they're at because I want to be of assistance to them I want to be able to help them and I want to like I said at the beginning I genuinely want to be their friend and have a connection with this person and it also kind of goes back to what Soleil was saying about the bank account you can also think of your relationships with other people like a bank account too like we all have something to give, not just in our business, but like, I mean, look at all of us here. We all are, you know, selling something at the same time. We're selling a lifestyle, but something that Stephanie is sharing is going to speak to a different person than what Megan is sharing. So everybody has space to fully be themselves, but you also have to approach each person the same way. Like they're their own person. They're going to have their own triggers, but also their own, their own you know, special traits too, like we all do, because we're all unique and that's what makes us special. Yes, oof. I think that's what's so amazing about business is they say that we attract who we are. And when I look at the women that I've attracted and who those women have attracted, you see so much diversity that I, I start to realize that 
you have to have that trait of being able to get onto people's levels, regardless of how they dress or how they look or what religion they are or whatever plays a factor that prevents people from hanging out with the same group. So what would you say is the number one tip for somebody who maybe has a really hard time connecting with other people? For sure. I I think my biggest advice kind of goes back to what I said earlier, really looking, looking for people that you would want to be friends with and almost nurturing it as if it's just a friendship. Like remember being in school and wanting to be friends with people and kind of doing that on a more adult level. It's like, like Megan was saying, you want to attract like who you are. So find people that it's like, I mean, I like to go to hot yoga. So I'm trying to find friends that like to go to hot yoga. And then from there, our friendships are going to build. And like, you know what? I bet some of those people are going to have other interests that I share. And then we're going to start hiking together and they're going to introduce me to new people. And then you have this chain of genuine connections and it can go, it can be the same way just through Instagram too. I've had it happen to me already multiple times where I find a customer and it ends up going really well. And we're talking a lot and we're enjoying not just the fact that they're getting products from me that they love, but because we have this friendship thing happening and then we're like tagging people back, tagging each other back and forth. And then the next thing I know, one of their friends are following me and they're like, yeah, she was just saying you're, you know, you're like a really cool person and she likes to, t- to talk to you and you guys are connecting. So like, I want to be a part of it too. And it's, it's as simple as that. It's really opening yourself up to, like you were saying, the energy you want to attract And then when it starts coming to you or you feel called to someone, you know, go for that connection. If you feel like it's forced, I think that's really when you need to look at your why and start really digging into that and figuring out where the disconnect is and what your goals are and why you're doing it and the people you want around you doing it with you. That's so good. And if I could just throw one thing in there, my first thought was if you attract who you are, then sometimes it's almost better for the blessing of your business to blow up until you become someone who attracts people who actually want growth, who want success, who are coachable and willing and not in that scarcity mindset. But that means that we have to lead by example and grow ourselves in order to attract that. So if you're in a season of your business right now where you're maybe not recruiting or enrolling, this is your season to focus on growing you so that when your harvest comes, you have prospects that are quality. It's not about quantity, it's quality. So Mel, what, what would you say, like what shaped your mindset around this? Like what made you uh, be so adaptable? I am very grateful. I was born a Pisces. So I have like very watery energy. I've always kind of been like that. I'm also an only child. So that as a kid kind of always made me more like, oh, wait, like that thing I do is, you know, is it normal? And this thing that I do is normal kind of thing. So I, I feel like I was always watching other peers and just kind of trying to figure people out. And somewhere along the line, I, it just kind of became a skill of mine. And I never really knew it. Um, I was in the animal training industry. And one of my my mentors, she sat me down and there's this stage in our path at her facility where she would tell you, like, like I was saying earlier, your superpower. 
And she, she was the person that made it apparent to me. She said, it's so crazy because you, we could put you in a room with anyone and we know whatever we were trying to accomplish is it's just already done. And they're like, you're not, you've never been in a professional setting and we would literally put you in a room with an investor and not even, we would walk away without even being there if we knew what you, we wanted you to accomplish. And she just explained that to me. And ever since then, I, I've noticed it more and more. I'm like, wow, you know, unless I do have this tendency that either people really, really like me, which more the time than less they do, because I'm also a kind person and I care about other people. I'm interested in almost every other person I meet more than any other thing. And so with that, there's, there's just this trying to think of the right way to say it. There's, there's just a flow that I have when I'm connecting with someone now and I can acknowledge it, but there's, you just have, like I've been saying, you have to meet people where you're at. And I, I think it's just a skill that I don't really know that I, I had until it was brought up to me. And I've just kind of honed in on it more and more since then. So a couple traits that I've noticed about you that I took note of are number one, you listen way more than you speak. And you had mentioned something. Can you, can you touch on the topic of like unsolicited advice? Yes, I definitely can. That's actually been since starting my business. I would say that's been uh, the prospecting thing has been a little difficult for me because when you're not face to face with someone, that boundary might be hard to sense. So I've had to use more of like the making sure like languaging things the right way, using the right verbiage and waiting to see how the response is to kind of feel people out. And I think it's really important to lead with caring about people and what's going on with them and their different things. You never want to just approach someone and give unsolicited advice like Megan saying that's going to cross boundaries. You kind of need to listen to what's going on and make people understand that you care. And as you're listening, if you really listen, you'll hear key words. Like my friend who called me last night, she said, I didn't know who else to call. I waited a long time to offer anything that had to do with my business. I asked her, well, you know, I told her, I'm always here if you want to talk on the phone. You can always text me if I don't answer. And I'm always here to just talk about whatever you want. And we kept chatting. I probably talked to her for 30 minutes and she was like, well, the real reason I called is because I actually want to want to try these, the products that you've been talking about, because I don't know what else to do. And I really don't want to go on medication. And so I never once brought that part up. I genuinely took her phone call as, oh my gosh, this person's calling me, my friend, and she needs me. And she, and in my mind, like, I'm like, she just needs me and she needs me to listen. And then as I listen and continue asking questions, like, does your significant other know about this? What does he think? And just telling her, you're taking a course to already better yourself. Like you're already in the right direction. There's no reason to be embarrassed about this. Like people are with you on this. You're not alone. And then by the end of it, she's, she's pretty much like, well, I called you because I want to buy products because I think that's like the next step in me turning this evolution. And with that, it's like such a touchy subject because if I would have just like listened to her for a second and been like, well, I think you should, you should try this. That would have never has come off as a genuine, I'm trying to help you because she really just needed someone to listen to her, kind of get her whole piece out for a few minutes. And I think that happens a lot with people, even in the workplace, a lot of times I'll, I'll have like an employee come up to me and I'll ask them a few different questions. 
and they'll go off and get me the info I need and they'll come back and they didn't really listen to the question or request that I had, which is fine. Everyone's learning, but you can really miss the mark if somebody's pouring their heart out to you and you don't catch those like little holes where they're saying, I need a solution here. I need someone to listen here. I need praise here. I feel like that's a huge thing too with people is they, they beat themselves down. Like they're constantly saying they're sorry for stuff. And really when someone's expressing that to you, you need to lift them up and say, Hey, like you're, you're, you're feeling depressed and you're, you've never felt like this, but you just signed yourself up for a 30 day course with group therapy. Like you should be so proud of yourself. Most people would never take a step like that and really help with their confidence too. Because when people are going through it, they need so much more than just a like, Hey, how are you? how's it going kind of thing. They need you to listen and find those little places where they need to be held up and just, you know, you'll know when it's your time to start offering solutions. Mm, that's so good. And I just pictured this whole 360 moment happening. And I want to paint this picture for you guys, because I think that there's always like that one thing that we think we need to do in order for our business to explode, but it's really a little bit of a couple different things. And I love how you just painted a picture of your consistency showing up and the people watching you to you building this trust to just listening to them coming back because they saw your consistency. It's a full, every single part of that played a role in how you got to that end result. It wasn't just, you know, I listen, it was, hey, I've showed up for my business consistently. I've been passionate, I've shared honestly. And now I'm opening myself up to a whole different avenue of not just being a business owner, but being open to building more friendships. I love, oh, I love your perspective so much. So is there anything else you wanna add in there? Yeah, I think my last comment would just be, you know, you can't go wrong if you know you're you're listening to people and you genuinely care. And your why is so important because when you have your why and you have your values, the how doesn't matter. And if you are meeting your relationships and your prospects with those values in mind and you're acting, for example, like my number one thing is I want to bring more joy into people's lives and I want to make people happy. So it's super simple. And as long as I know I'm bringing that to the conversation, I'm truly listening and I'm passionate and I have space to share, then that's all that matters. And I can take it from there and just let it flow how it's supposed to. So good. I'm so happy to see you in network marketing and I already know you're going to kill it. Thanks, babe. Thanks for having me tonight. Yes. Okay, Melissa. What is up, guys? Happy Wednesday. I'm so stoked to be here. Wow. Like, wow. I've just gotten so much value out of everything that you guys have spoken into the team tonight. Um, I am uh, a newborn mom, obviously, and I'm just really, really passionate about health and wellness. And I've been with Lavelle for, oh, I think about a year and a half almost. Um, sometimes it's hard to keep track, you know, because you, when you get so purposed and passionate and you're so passionate about what you do, you don't really remember how many days you've been here because it just feels so right. You know what I mean? So um, I'm a mom of three beautiful girls and but I'm also super passionate about entrepreneurial entrepreneurship. And that's 
What really stood out to me about Lavelle was the product line and just how it could help every single person. It doesn't matter what lifestyle, what background, you know, um, what kind of health things or, you know, mental, you know, mentality things, like everyone can benefit from this vehicle. And um, yeah, that's a lot about, a little bit about me. I love to dance and I, sorry, you guys, I'm breastfeeding right now, this child. Um, <laughs> um, I just, I think we really need to, um, you know, spread positive impacts. And that's what also stood out to me about this whole um, vehicle here is because there's just so much room for growth and spreading that here. So um, super stoked to be here tonight. Oh, I love that. I love it. I'm here for this. Um, okay, so Mel, I asked Mel to talk on leadership because she is one of my OGs, but she's also like the queen of initiative. There are things that need to be done in an organization, but Mel doesn't ask for permission. She just shows up and she just gets it done. So Mel, like, let's talk about consistency and leadership. I want to know like what Okay. So first of all, I feel like there's so much that I want to talk to you about because you like, you're literally the person that doesn't ask for the permission slip to up level. So where, where is your mindset at around leadership? And what do you think is most important about leadership in network marketing? Wait, you're muted. Can you ask me the question again, Meg? <laughs> yes. So where do you, like, where is your mindset around in leadership? Like, what, what do you think is most important for someone to know when they want to step into leadership? I think it's important for them to know that you're going to be growing and learning daily. So it doesn't really matter um, where you come from or where you start at. The point is to just start and to have that belief in yourself that you're able, you're, I mean, you're here for a reason and um, that you can gain experience every day that you show up. And two of those things are consistency and um Progress over perfection are things that I've learned within this business because um, when we're when we're showing up trying to be perfect every day, you know, like doing our hair, putting our makeup on, um, you know, just showing up and trying to put on a front, it's really hard to serve people when we're not serving from our heart or authenticity. And, um, you know, bringing people along the journey and showing them, you know, what you're what you're going through and what you're growing through um is really like a key so people can understand like hey you know if she can do it so can i and that's one thing that i learned from you specifically you know like when i saw you i'm just like wow this girl is just full of energy she just she's such a light and she just brings you know such value to you know to life and um you know i wanted to start doing that within my life and when I stepped into this business, I had no clue what I was doing. I was, I literally had no idea um, what I was doing. And I was like, okay, there's all these meetings 
and there's all these tools and there's resources. Um, I just dove right in, like I wanted to learn and um, I just started to fall in love with that, with the learning process. So, um, you know, the consistency comes from just showing up, just being willing to show up. And then you start to get like your own system down and organization down that you can start implementing into your day-to-day basis, um, you know, that works into your life and, um, and then start getting like a routine that really lights you up and makes you feel, you know, happy where you're at and, you know, the day-to-day progress that you're making. I love that. I love that we broke your topic up into two different things because consistency, you are literally the queen of that. Like from day one, she showed up messy. She showed up imperfect. She showed up not knowing even what the products were, even before she got her products, she was sharing about them. But I think it's the excitement within you. So totally a little off topic, but I know this is like one of your greatest leadership strengths. I don't know if you know that, but I know that is your energy. So where does that stem from within you? Like what gives you this insane energy that emulates so much gratitude, which has built this business that you now currently run? Honestly, it's just the fact that I think being able to share growth and to share something that's so valuable with people is really special. And literally what we have our hands on is gold. Um, you know, just how we can bring so much health and clarity to so many people, um, just with such a simple product line and community, you know, community that's unmatched. And there's just something really special in that, um, in bringing people together to grow and, that just makes me excited to wake up and like be able to, you know, bring that to people on a day-to-day basis. So if there's someone who is consistent with their business, they show up every single day, but they're, they don't have a huge team yet and they don't feel qualified to show up and lead. What is your advice for her? So there's three things that come to mind. Um, first and foremost, take initiative. Take take, take initiative because first and foremost, when you first saw this um, experience and you saw, you know, you were you were tugged towards this. Um, Hold on, you're muted. Oh, I think there we go. I'm back. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry about that, you guys. Okay. First and foremost, like taking initiative and not being afraid to step up and, you know, just start like Stephanie said, taking a little action every day, even if it's just posting your three steps in your story, you know, or sharing a little bit of who you are and using your voice. Um, you know, you're going to build confidence when you do that every day. And that, you know, just those actions of, of taking that initiative, you're gonna learn and then you're gonna be able to teach the people um, behind you or that that like start coming and joining you that, you know, it's, it's good to take initiative and you learn when you take initiative. And the fact that you press that submit button on the promoter um, to be a promoter or to start this biz is just, it shows that you already have that leadership 
skill within you. So, you know, it's just, it's building that momentum of confidence in, in taking those daily actions. And number two, um, this is my favorite one, you guys, because literally we are so set up here, okay? <laughs> um, there are so many resources like within our community, the way that, you know, you can learn about how to serve people. Dive into the resources, dive into them. There are trainings, there are, you know, our top leaders and even the leaders that just start, like everyone has something to offer here to share so we can learn and grow together. Um, whether it be like jumping into a training or, you know, opening a page of a book, start reading a book, one page, two pages, you know, every day, start building that, like I said, momentum, and then you'll start learning more and you'll be able to add more value and just build that confidence. Um, number three is, um, oh, take bold action, take bold action. This one is my favorite because honestly, um, we don't learn and we don't grow if we're not doing things that make us uncomfortable. And I think it's so key to, you know, just, even if it's just pressing the live button and sharing, you know, on your fives of things that you are so passionate about and bring that fire with your voice and bring that passion um, about, you know, the things that you wanna share that are on your heart. Um, doing those little uncomfortable actions uh, or just like maybe jumping into leading a training, um, jumping into like creating something for your team and then maybe, you know, connect with another leader. Um, all those little things that are very uncomfortable at first. They're <laughs> very uncomfortable at first. I remember my first one-on-one -on -one with you, Meg, and I was like, okay, we're gonna get real here, you know? And it was just, it was so, it made me sweat, you know, it makes you sweat and it makes you, you know, have to step into yourself even more and, and get to know yourself more, which is also a really cool part, you know? Um, and then you're just, once again, building that confidence and then you're, you're adding value and you're being able to, you know, keep your team's best interest at heart as you're learning, you're able to teach them as well. So. Mm. Okay. So give me two examples that someone can take initiative right now to step into leadership. They've already mastered consistency. They show up in their stories. They post daily, but when it comes to the community, they're not active members. How do you, how do you take that initiative as someone in those shoes right now? I would say start asking questions and connect with someone who inspires you. I mean, we learn from each other. And I think one of the things that um, definitely I've learned is, you know, learning from you and that duplication that you've taught, um, connecting with someone who inspires you or you connect on that deeper level with, um, you could just really start to realize like, wow, maybe this is for me. And the more questions, I love that Mel shared that too, like the questions, like, ask people where they're at, you know, find out what's going on with them, find out where they want to go, you know, why they're here. Um, that is so key. That is so key. Like, why are you here? Because then you're going to build that connection and you're going to be able to, um, you know, have that inspiration to step into that inspired action and like be bold about it and be like, okay, 
okay, it's time. <laughs> it's time for me to do this, you know? I love that. I love that. So my challenge that I want to leave everyone with is to find someone and ask them, someone in your business, sideline sister, downline, upline, why are you here? And then make sure to tell them that you need them to ask you the same question. And that's where the community is built. That's where people start showing up in different ways is when they feel seen and heard, but it starts within the little bits of our community. And that means each and every one of us playing a role in this empire that we're building starts with the little things, which is what we have is each other. So that is my challenge is link up with somebody and ask them, why are you here? Um, okay, so I want to get one last thought from each person. I know I've kept you guys for an hour, but it is what it is because my cup is overflowing and these women deserve the stage because as you heard for yourself, there is so many different perspectives, but so much perseverance and grit and faith and success. And then the last thing I want you guys to do is I want you to drop I'm, as we go around, I'm going to go to each person. And every time we get to each person, I want you to drop what rank you think they are. So Soleil, I'm going to take it back to you. Give us one takeaway. And as she's talking, everyone go ahead and drop what you think she is. One takeaway, keep your word to yourself. Keep your promise to yourself. Mm. I love it. I love it. Okay. Stephanie. Sorry, I'm here. Um, um, take one step every day and master that step and then take another one and then you'll get to where you're going and meet your goals. Fire. Um, Elizabeth? Um, just that you are worthy and you can, and, you know, take care of yourself. Hmm. Mel? Mine would have to be just showing up consistently as yourself. And like Soleil was sharing, even sharing on the hard days, because really when you're the realist, that's when people see your magic and remembering like you are worthy and there's somebody out there that needs your specific magic, your specific essence up to get on the right path of their own journey. So also not only worrying about their worth, but also understanding how worthy you are of helping someone and knowing that you're the person that should be. Mm. And Melissa. Uh, mine would be to keep your why in front of you because remembering why you started, you're going to build on that vision. And um, really, it's all about having vision here and how many people we can impact. So I think keeping your why in front of you is super, super important. Mm. And I'll end it with just saying, you don't have to like it, but you have to do it. 
If you want to elevate your life, if you want to change your circumstances, your bank account, your physical health, your mental health, your emotional state, you have to be willing to elevate. And if you are comfortable right now, you're not growing. If you're uncomfortable and crawling out of your skin and your hands are shaking every time you press that live, it's because you're stepping into a higher version of yourself that you haven't seen yet, but you know is there. And this is where we unleash her. This is where we tap into her. And this is where we give her permission to shine. So if you need a permission slip, I hope that you listen to this replay and listen to all these women because Soleil is a 12K. Mel is a 4K. Elizabeth is a 4K. Stephanie is a brand promoter. And Mel is not with Thrive. But when she does join, I see in the chat that everyone's claiming that you are 200K, which is the highest rank in our company. So you got people fooled over here. But I'm so grateful for you guys. Thank you so much for staying with us tonight. And I can't wait to continue to grow with you. Ladies, thank you so much. You guys are so powerful. The world needs your voice. And I'm so honored to like call you my people. So I love you guys. Bye-bye.